The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. There is a season Welcome to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Today is a very special day for us, as we have, um, within this somewhere within this week, we are completing our 10th year on the air. Wow. <laughs> wow. It feels, it feels. It feels like 20, doesn't it? I was going to say, it doesn't feel like it's been that long at all. You know, all the early mornings when we used to be able to be in the studio. Yes, we have been, uh, we, this year particularly, we've been recording uh, remotely. Whenever we at, feel at like it. Deep, secure site, far off uh, in a bunker. But um, we used to do this uh, in the station. At some point, we make it back to doing that again. But it is 10 years. And um, when I think back to where things began with this uh, program, you know, in the beginning, we were trying to, you know, prove this new format, this new niche, right? Because it was part of this larger Ask the Expert weekend series. And really, the show kind of evolved out of a casual conversation that was part of a business call. And having that phone call, um, and I'll thank the individual a little later here in the program, you know, he said, well, why don't you, why don't you do a show? You ever thought about doing a show on this? And I had had a background uh, in radio and uh, began thinking, well, you know, maybe there's something to it. So, the two of us had had a lot of uh, what we call kitchen conversation, you know, back and forth about things that uh, we were going through in our lives. And uh, I think what was telling for me, Gloria, is that knowing a lot, you know, being in radio, knowing a lot about radio, uh, a lot of the major major topic or genres were covered. So you had your sports, you had your politics, you had gardening, you had house improvement, cars, all that kind finance, of Finance, lots of finance. Oh my, finance all over Nobody was talking about the stuff that you get to after the small talk. Right. The big issues or challenges that we're all thinking about or facing in our lives with the people that we care about, people that are mostly the people who surround us in our everyday life. Right. And, and, and you find that despite what you might see on Facebook uh, or what you might hear in the casual conversation at work or at a sporting event or in church, you know, how are you, how are you doing? Oh, we're doing great, right? Everybody had something going on. Some element of change in their lives, some element of aging, uh, either, you know, particularly the sandwich generation people, right? They were taking care of kids growing up, but also getting a little older themselves and caring for seniors. And that was a huge change for a lot of folks. Right. And very daunting sometimes, you know, it's kind of like when you have your first child, there's not really a handbook right. and you kind of take it as it comes in little bits and pieces and wonder if you're doing it right. What's the best way to, to do it. And all along also other things that are going on in life, you know, all these other things that we'll get into later that we talk about in this show. Yeah. And so, and we found that people who are otherwise very successful or seemingly successful people, they might've had professional careers or they had been uh, you know, successful in other ways in their lives, 
seemed somewhat illiterate when it came to, well, what am I going to do with the back half of my life? How am I going to navigate these waters? And I'm not saying completely illiterate, but I've had it said to me any number of times, I don't know the first thing about uh, Medicare. I don't know the first thing about how to care for my aging parent. Those that were maybe already in the trenches of some of these challenges as we um, go into our later half of our lives, there are people that seemingly seem that everything's going fine for them because they keep it to themselves. They don't have anybody to talk to. So we uncover some of that. You know, you might have somebody who's caregiving for a parent and on the outside, they look like they've got it all together when maybe inside they're crumbling or they're really stressed out. So we get into all of that and have a platform for people to share those right. experiences. It was our goal to pull all of this stuff into the light. Now, in, uh, in, in coming up with this idea, we ran into some uh, private and some challenges to this. Some of the private feedback we got from people, uh, one was a family member that we won't name here, um, when we said we wanted to talk about these things. What was his reaction when he said? Oh, well, yeah, it's like, what? You're going to talk about aging and how you care for your aging parents? Well, don't you just like put them in a nursing home or something? <laughs> yeah, that was that was the sum total of the knowledge. The young person. Of, of that young person. And then even after we put together kind of a presentation or a, a plan for here's where we think this show might go, uh, even professionals in the industry uh, kind of reacted with a, gee, it sounds kind of dirgy. You know, depressing you or difficult. And, yeah. You know, and end of life planning and so forth. Our whole approach has been, uh, we, we don't come, as you know, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, we don't come on here with this dirgy attitude. We come in here with uh, an open conversational tone because we realize these things aren't going away just because they're serious doesn't mean they're they're not worth talking about right? and it and at the end of the day they're inevitable that's the big thing they're inevitable so why not be proactive and at least try to get things in order as much as possible to make these transitions in life easier so there is this show, and it was drawn um, really from a couple of different sources. One was obviously Ecclesiastes in the Bible, if you know your, your verses. And uh, there's a lot in there that talks about seasons, and it seemed right for us to talk about the seasons of life and, and be able to inspiration. But also the birds' famous uh, song, Turn, 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 had it as a lyric. And of course, being from a radio background, I was thinking, well, this works. And, uh, and so that's why you've heard that for all these years. We're also called the Bob and Gloria Show. Yes, the geezer and whippersnapper hour. <laughs> Bob, of course, being the geezer. And I, myself, being the whippersnapper. Yes, that's... Right? Both in attitude and in, well, just age. Yeah, that's that's been sort of the, 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 the joke. running joke here for a long time. <laughs> But I'll take the, I'll take being the geezer because there are a lot of good geezers out there. We did there that, are there we are. We did do that one program. Uh, actually, found the identification for all these groups. Oh remember? yeah, I remember that. People know about baby boomers and they've heard about Generation X and the millennials and all this. But there were a few other segments in there. The, the uh, greenies or something. And the Generation Z now. Generation Z, uh, the coots and the codgers. And the codgers. <laughs> so. We say these things yeah. kind of lightheartedly because we're not picking on anybody. It was just um, kind of a fun show when we went through the different demographics yeah. of, of ages. And, you know, folks have sometimes said, well, you know, who's your target audience? Because that's how marketers talk and how people in radio talk. 
Um, and what did we say? Okay, we, we know that we're on a talk radio station. Uh, we could be, I suppose, in other formats. We may in the future be in some other uh, venues or channels. Uh, the reality is we talk about folks in the latter half of their life and any more considering how long people are le- living could be the you know the latter 60%, 70% of their life. But there's something here in this program for everybody. So we may be speaking to somebody who's 35 and on the doorstep of getting into some of these challenges. We are also talking to folks in their 90s. Right. And sometimes we talk to people that are even younger along with, you know, their parents as a group, you know, when we talk about the whole college um, scenario. So we, we have a wide range of age here. Our content has been centered around life change, the process of aging, and how some do it better than others. And, and you know that's true, right? Um, there's no formula. N- nobody has the same circumstance, the same fortune. The, um, but you do sense that certain folks out there are not kind of just wasting away or waiting for the clock to run out at the end of life. Uh, and it gave rise to something we used to uh, talk a lot more about called the first 20 and the last 20. In our culture, so youth-obsessed as we are, right, look at all the stuff that people talk about in the first 20 years. Right. They talk about, you know, well, in the very first 20 years, you know, going to school, your, maybe your, your first dance, your first date. Getting um, your driver's license, get, right? Right. Getting a job. Turning 18, you know, oh, I'm, I'm an adult now. We fuss over, uh, especially with the firstborns, all the, you know, the early birthdays, right? One, two, three, and all the pictures taken. And <laughs> yes. We have sweet 16 parties, some people, for, for their young ladies and so forth. All of this, going to college, right? Stepping out into the world, and there's all this sense of becoming in the first 20 years. Yeah. And then, get, you, and then you get married. Right. And that's a big one. And you have babies. Re- repeat the cycle. Repeat yeah. the cycle. Right. But can we say that we do the same or have the same energy in the last 20 years of our life? And a lot of us would say, no, no, we, we tend to stop becoming. Our world sort of shrinks down a lot of times and becomes, you know, focused or preoccupied with health, um, loss. You know, some of these things are natural. They're going to happen to us. But our philosophy has been. Why can't we spend a little bit more time continuing to grow, no matter what age we're going to live to? Well, I think so often we've got our eyes on the prize, which is the big R, retirement. And while we've got our, you know, our, our goals set towards, oh, I, I can't wait to retire, I can't wait to retire, so many don't have a plan. They just think it'll be great to retire, but they haven't even thought about what they'll do with those years. Because there could be quite a few when you mentioned we're living a lot longer. So you better have invested prior to retirement in something other than that main career or job or whatever it was that you had. And you will hear, um, as Gloria alluded earlier, there are many, many financial shows uh, on the radio and in television. There's tons of books written and all of this kind of thing. And and we're not knocking any of that stuff. Certainly, uh, it's important to salt some money away. We've covered bits and pieces of that in this program about how little people have saved protecting financially that that last sometimes third of our life right you retire at 65 what are you going to do you know to get through the next 10 or 20 years after that and a loss of financial security means a loss of independence a loss of choices somebody else starts to dictate what's available to you where you go where you live Uh, so that but that's only one piece of it we've also seen a lot of people get to uh 60 65 70 and there is no third life. You know, maybe they've been a parent. Maybe they've been married a long time. Maybe they've been divorced. Maybe they've even been a grandparent. 
And suddenly that role starts to go away when you get older. And, and you look mm-hmm. at them and there's like, they seem bored. They seem lonely. They sometimes seem uh, depressed. And this is a common thing. It's not, it's not like it's a rare thing. Far too many people, we feel, have not done some other kind of investment in their life, either in hobbies, in reading, in keeping fit, so that health is not the only thing that preoccupies them during the day. Now, it may be, you know, now, and maybe you'll, we'll be singing a different tune in 10 or 30 years if we live that long. But philosophically, that was our approach to say, how can people start to maximize every year of their life relationally? How, how can something fulfilling right to the day that they leave this earth to go be with their maker? So that is, uh, that's kind of been part of the, the, the focus. We have broken the show down into several categories, and we're going to talk about those categories and a few highlights of some of the stuff that we've done within those, I like to say, buckets over the years. And all that is ahead on this special 10th edition of There is a Season. We'll be right back. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. It is our 10th anniversary special. We wish we had uh, big sound effects and um, music and dancing. And Does anybody do that anymore? No, nobody does that anymore. (laughs) We have uh, reminisced a little bit about how this show got started and what we're doing here. And we thank you for listening today. And for those who have been long-term with us, we thank you very much for all of that. Uh, The ratings have borne us out that people like this show no matter what we seem to talk about. And that's a good thing for us. We're not bragging, but obviously we've been on on target with a lot of our topics. Now, those topics fall into, what, about a half dozen dozen categories. And uh, one of the big topic areas, one of the big buckets is caregiving and relationship we do a lot of talking about caregiving and our the relationships in our lives some of those um topics that we've covered are conversing with seniors you know how do we talk to those in the vintage with respect and care um there is a little bit of a knack to that right right we never want to denigrate somebody just because of their age and so, you know, when we've talked about fostering intergenerational uh, relationships and not having, what was that one? Um, sometimes you'll find a young person says, I don't know what to say to grandma and grandpa, right? And sometimes you'll find an older person saying, ah, those kids just, they're in their phones. They Well, we talked about it on this show about how to cross over, how to ask questions, how to right. build that relationship. And sometimes it's just a matter of just, you know, just trying and being natural and being open to listening. Another big topic that we cover a lot because it's so important is learning to speak Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is um, unfortunately something that so many of us um, have had to learn how to deal with, with family members, um, friends, loved ones. And so we've covered the book, Learning to Speak Alzheimer's, several times. It's so important to be able to get into that world, to understand and care for the ones that you love in a way that's um, comforting for them. Within that, we uh, have highlighted a book by John Thorndike. We actually had him on via phone, and he had written a book called Last of His Mind, and it was about his years caring for his father. He had actually uh, quit his job and moved to where his father was and was his father's primary caregiver. 
and in a in a way that dovetailed a little bit with Joanna Koenig Costi's book Learning to Speak Alzheimer's, where she talked a lot about the the actual uh, tactical things you can do to cross over into that world. I think she calls it habituation. John Thorndike took some of that, but the focus of his book really was what relationship was still there and yet to be discovered in the midst of this terrible disease that was robbing him day by day of his father, who had had a long and successful life. Uh, it was a very rich uh, environment for the two of them. His dad lived into his 90s, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had that opportunity to discover all that. So The Last of His Mind is a book if you have a chance to get. Uh, it's really, book. yeah, it's really a great read. Another fan for our care for our seniors, you know, you got your family dynamics, the um, feeling of loss of independence on the side of the person that will be cared for. So it, within that, we had a show about having the talk, to sit down and really try to have the talk about wishes and plans and how to go forward if and when the time comes. And within uh, that, too, there's there's having the talk. What can that mean? It can be, a, you know, parent to adult child. It could also be an awful lot of conversation that needs to take place between or among adult children who mm-hmm. may be in new levels of responsibility. You know, it's no secret. There's a lot of friction in families about what to do regarding mom and dad. Who cares? Who makes those decisions? Uh, how? Do, and so we've talked about those things in this program and asked for your input on your successes and maybe where you've been struggling. We've got a lot more to share with you today in our 10th anniversary special. Stick around after the news. We're back with more right after this. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. WHIO. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home in the Miami Valley. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. 1290, 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Very glad you're with us today, as always. And uh, there's so many things to cram into this 10th anniversary uh, special, I guess we'll call it. And we're reviewing um, right now a lot of the areas that we've discussed, some of these things in the past, and some of these themes that you've heard over the years. We had just been talking about caregiving and relationship And there was a couple that we we wanted to highlight in there. What was one of them? Well, one of the big ones was um, grandparents that are raising their grandchildren. Um, That's a big um, challenge for so many, uh, whether it be for working children to take care of them, or sometimes it's full-time live-in. A lot of that, I think, has probably been affected by COVID. You know, we've got to be really careful. Older population and risk, but... We've done a couple shows on the challenges of grandparents raising their grandchildren. And as much as we have over the years been more, I think people would say we're safely traditionalists. We do believe in the value of the nuclear family. Uh, the, the, the reality is there is a lot of divorce. There is a lot of um, chemical dependency, and it has redefined roles. There's also a lot of economic pressures that have redefined yes. roles uh, about how child rearing happens. Right. Absolutely. And obviously the um, elephant in the room is COVID and how it's changed the dynamic of just being with ones. You know, there's many, many people who haven't seen their senior 
uh, loved ones, whether that be parents or grandparents, due to the risks with COVID in that older demographic. And that's been a challenge. Oh, yeah. It definitely with loneliness and depression and anxiety for the seniors. And concern for a lot of their adult children and, and spouses who can't have day-to-day real updates on what's going on. Right. You know, they just have to kind of trust that things will work out. Right. Now, before we get to our next big um, bucket of, of content, there are a couple of things or, or a hand we've talked about over the years that don't really fit any particular standard bucket we have. Um, but they were things that were important to us. They were groups that were important to us. Uh, one of them centers around a lot of our veterans. And it is the organization, and particularly Honor Flight Dayton, which, uh, tr- you know, Honor Flight, for those of you unfamiliar, traces its roots to Springfield, Ohio. And uh, I've lost track of how many flights they've had, but the, the group organizes transportation free of charge for veterans of our wars to be able to go to Washington, D.C. And we had the uh, esteemed <laughs> privilege and pleasure of serving as um, guardians. Guardians. That's yes, the word we I was did. For. And we did, you know, some show coverage live from Washington, D.C. And uh, yeah, we, we were obviously very privileged to be able to be um, boots on the ground with these veterans visiting their respective memorials that honored them. It was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. The whole day uh, took, I I think, about 22, 23 hours. Starts at 3.30 in the morning uh, out at the airport, and a lot of sleepy people are getting wheeled in. There's a great deal of logistical organization. You would be amazed at how professional um, this group is in organizing the care of these seniors, but they all had to get there to the airport. From that point, you take a, a chartered flight down to, is it charter? It was, well, you know, there's no, not necessarily, no, it was on, I believe American airlines, right. if I believe. And we flew down and it in Baltimore, Maryland, where we were greeted by many, um, of our military as we, um, the plane, you know, lots of hooting and oh, hollering yeah. and music and, and bands. Do you remember even before we pulled in in the plane, they were shooting the water cannon oh. plane? And then we had the motorcycle escort. Into D.C. Into D.C., where when the buses pulled up, uh, Senator Bob Dole at the time greeted this group. and They've been doing that for years. And so you toured, we toured the uh, World War II Memorial. We tur- toured Iwo Jima, the Air Force um, Memorial down there. The Vietnam uh, Memorial, the Korean War Memorial. Um, it was just a phenomenal day. And in the beginning, a, a lot of these, um, mostly men, some women, uh, are, are kind of quiet. And because in, in many ways, what they went through in their experience. But what we found, and there's some surprises we don't want to let on in case people haven't done on our flight yet. There's a great deal of chatter on the way back, uh, sharing some tears and so forth that just a a group we can't say enough about yeah and then when you get back to the airport there's all these people that just are there to greet the veterans and it's not just family people come from the community and just come out signs with their thankfulness for their service and it's and a band is playing it's wonderful beautiful beautiful day it is we also had uh, the folks on from the United States Air Force Museum and talked about the D-Day commemoration, the 75th anniversary, and their wonderful display out there. So obviously the, the veterans and, and the people who have fought for our freedom uh, and our way of life in this country have been very important to us and to this program. And we've done a number of shows that over the years. Now, another big category, though, that we focus on in this program is health and wellness. And there's way too much to really cram in here. 
um, because we've done so many different topics in the area of health, but what are some of them? Yeah, some of them are um, association. You know, these are all of our experts that we've had on, right? We, we cover the Alzheimer's Association with Eric Van Vlyman. Um, we've talked about the walks that occur every year and encourage people to get out there and walk for a good cause. We've had Beth Langfield on from the American Heart Association. Dr. Charles Bain for the Premier Health Symposium. Um, that was a few years ago. And David Bohart, who was the director of DePaul. What else, Bob? We also um, have talked extensively with and, and been a part of their, uh, uh, what's I don't want to say Council on Aging. It's not the Council on Aging, but their Aging uh, Symposium. Um, with Tim Beat and Kathy Campbell of St. Mary's Development, we've talked about how they've, uh, one of their concerns was the disparate nature of healthcare provision and, and housing in wealthier versus uh, poorer zip codes. Uh, we've talked with a lot of people from the, the field of hospice, Hospice of Dayton or Ohio's Hospice is just crossroads or some people in the past. Uh, we did under the health and wellness area, um, dental implants with, with our friend, from Cadence Dental, yes, yes. Another friend of ours has been on the program many times, and he's he's due to be back here with Dr. Stephen Liptak, and he's talked about a variety of mental illness issues, depression and anxiety, also teen suicide. What else have we covered? We've covered things such as Parkinson's disease. Um, we've had specialists on in the hearing and hearing aid technology arena. We've done a show on vision and the different things that might afflict people as they age, diabetes, and we often do a show in the fall on fire and fall safety heading into those holiday seasons. We've also covered medication safety. What to do with, uh, you know, in terms of um, uh, prescription crossovers, right, and, and conflicts between prescriptions. Are people keeping track of that for medication complications? And also, are there pills floating around the house? You know, there are, are pill turn-in programs here so that we don't have unsafe prescriptions sitting around in people's yeah. houses. And we talked about the importance with that medication safety of maybe using the same pharmacy for all of your medications for your loved ones so that, you know, maybe the pharmacist can even see a, a problem with certain drugs interacting with each other. In the financial, legal, and insurance area, we're going to have on again here the folks from Medicare Planning of Dayton, so I don't want to steal their thunder. They're going to be on here very shortly. Uh, we've talked about long-term care insurance, wills and powers of attorney with Bill Otto. Um, raising financially literate and responsible kids and debt and how it crushes many Americans. Right. We've had John North on from the Better Business Bureau specifically sharing his information regarding scams and what to watch out for, especially for our older demographic. We've had Chuck and Karen Button on from Worthwhile Estate Sales. Um, and they're wonderful people to go over how you have an estate sale if you're um, helping your family. And our big show that we do quite frequently would be our show about the essential documents, the things that you you better have in order, your power of attorneys, your wills, your uh, advanced living wills, right. advanced directives, yeah. your DNRs. Your HIPAA documents, which a lot of people take for granted. So uh, financial, legal, and insurance, there's certainly a lot of other programs, as we said at the top here, that cover those things in much more depth. You won't hear us talking about mutual funds on this show, right? We, that's not our thing. But we do recognize that people have to have certain T's crossed, and I, and we like to cover those things that are most uh, important, uh, we believe, to this process of change and aging. A few other buckets here that are very important to us, uh, and again, these are some of the most moving shows we've done. We've uh, talked about purpose and an engagement. What do you do in life? What is it really about beyond a title and a job or maybe 
you know, some other self-defined role? Have you examined what your real reason for being here is about? And are you still staying engaged with some of those things? So we've talked, yes, about careers later in life. You know, if, if you've been job A for many years and you got right-sized or downsized or whatever it is, do you still have something to get up and do in the morning? We also had an awful lot of personal stories that we covered here. Uh, one of them was Abby Edwards. We had on here, had a great many uh, physical challenges, right? Including being blind, which is a challenge in and of itself. And she went on to some tremendous success. Uh, Never limiting herself, saying, I can't. That no, was the big message with her, you know, she, she, you know, desired. She just went for it, which was really inspiring. We had our friend Dan Mankey on here, who uh, is a very humorous guy and a great, great kind heart, talked about how he finds purpose later in life. One of our favorite interviews of all time was... Peter Dano and his um, service and mission in Malawi. He is a Marianist brother been doing this now for over 40 years. I hope we have him back here again at some point. I always referred to him as feeling like, like we were in the presence of a living saint, you know. Yeah. Our friend Steve Wyrick brought his friend Larry Smith, a um, longtime marathoner, guy who had been through all kinds of challenges. He was on here. And, and, and we've talked about the positive and negative effects uh, or perspectives regarding aging. Um, in the lifestyle transition category. This is one of our shows on simplifying your life downsizing, moving, including moving all that clutter or beginning to reduce the clutter in your life so you can live a more fulfilling life every day. We've talked about residential changes, you know, when it's time to move, job changes. Some of those were not chosen, but, you know, they they came at us. And so how do you change jobs later in life? And a big one is empty nesters. Yes, we've uh, covered that because that is certainly a big lifestyle and transition issue. We've talked about retirement, moving into the third life or something else. We talked briefly at the top of the show about that. Uh, things assisted living communities won't tell you and also simple pleasures and pastimes when we've gotten a little nostalgic on here. We've got one other main bucket to talk to you about, but we're going to have to break here. So we'll come back right after this and talk about society and culture and wrap some things up with some gratitude uh, for some, some key people in our lives. You're listening to There is a Season. On AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News & Talk. Starting off with some patches of fog out there this morning, otherwise comfortable and mostly clear with temperatures starting near 60 degrees. As we head throughout the day, mostly sunny skies and warm, feeling a bit like summer with a high of 82. Then we're mostly clear overnight tonight. Expect fog to develop by Sunday morning. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIF. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIF. Dayton's News and Talk. Happy anniversary to us. Yes, <laughs> a good 10 years here on the radio. Welcome back to There's a Season. I'm Bob. <laughs> and I'm Gloria. It is our 10th anniversary show, and there's so much we wanted to try to fit into this. Uh, we have been talking here, reminiscing about the various categories and guests we've had on in the past. And uh, one big area that we've really grown here in the last couple of years is in the whole area of society and culture. Uh, things that we felt we really needed to start to address as part of what we cover in this program. Uh, this has been a very trying year, obviously. We've had uh, the challenges of COVID. We've had a lot of societal unrest. 
We've seen a lack of knowledge and appreciation of traditions and history, uh, which has been frustrating to us. Uh, we've seen um, people have a different perspective about freedom. And For sure. What are some other things we've covered in that area? We've done a show on the value of grit. You know, where's that? Our kids nowadays, do they have grit? Do we have grit to get through life? We've talked a lot about college, its cost, its value, its purpose nowadays. Is it right for everybody? And more recently, we talked about university trying to push through. What are they teaching our kids? That's right. We've also done shows on charity. How far would you go outside of yourself to help someone else in need? We've talked about the Sports Mad Nation which, uh, you know, obviously was somewhat compromised here in the whole prior to this, a multi-billion dollar thing, uh, you know, filling up people's lives with endless sport around the year, still out playing ball myself. Uh, but some of our kids are uh, practically professional athletes at a very, very young age impact on how the family lives the life of a family. Uh, and we sometimes question, do they even have the family dinner hour anymore? We talked about the opioid crisis, of course, that affected much of this region of the country and all over the place. And also... We've, we've done a show more recently on human trafficking and its impact on our community right here in, in Dayton with Tanya Folks from the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office and Renee Chase from Oasis House. Each with a, a slightly different perspective of what's going on in the area of human trafficking. So, you know, we've, I don't know how many topics we've just covered here, probably 60 different things. You can find a lot of this out at our website at thereisaseasonshow.com, which is going through updates. So if you happen to not see something on there, we'll be back. Before we go, we want to thank some people. These are behind-the-scenes people who are very important to our getting the program going and sustained. One is Greg Bachman, uh, who provided a lot of the inspiration. He's with Cox Media, and uh, he, he gave us kind of the, the catalyst to get things going also. Tommy Collins, he's been... Uh instrumental in, in, in giving us advice on what we need to do or, you know, how to make the show better. And Kathy Eagle, who always had our backs down there at WHIO and believed in our show. And Alan Willis also, along with uh, Kathy and, and Tommy and Greg, we've had a great uh, group of producers who have helped us over the years uh, make the program successful. Got to thank our spouses, right? They've put up with a lot of time with us chatting, chatting, chatting and working Doing on our the program. research and working on the show. Yep. Some early influencers here, and we remember them here, Charles and Marianne Wallace, uh, some friends of the program who really believed in us early on. And we would be, uh, it would be incomplete if we did not thank one of Bernie, our Bernie, one of our most, um, just, he just, he's always here. He's always listening. So hello, Bernie. Uh, we know we can't talk to you on the phone, but you always throw in something really valuable and insightful. So of course, over the years, and thank our listeners for your interest and the flexibility that you've given us to explore some new angles and topics. I want to thank my esteemed partner, Gloria Shanahan, of course, uh, with whom uh, I've been doing this for so long. Yep. And Bob as well. I, you know, never am without coffee. <laughs> right? Great, great coffee. Bob always makes the coffee. So if you've got suggestions or topics where you'd like to hear more about uh, things in the future, write to us at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com or... There is a season show at Cox Media Group, Ohio, 1611 South Main Street, Dayton, Ohio. Look for us in other channels coming up here in the future. That'll do it for dear friends, as we say, seek grace in every step and never regret growing older. Uh, we're here for you and for my dear friend and co-host Gloria Shanahan and everyone who makes the show possible. Thank you very much for 10 years of listening. We'll see you again soon. 
You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Have a blessed week. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. WHIO Dayton, WHIO-FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios. You call, we come, it's fixed.